How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Eminence Legacy Live podcast. My name is Alfonso, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Jose Luis Cadena. So, you have a side business. You go out to the flea market to go ahead and find some good deals. You find out that there are some items that you find that could actually make a potentially good sell, but the asking price is too high. What do you do? Do you... Do you jump in for that price or do you negotiate it? Well, today we'll be discussing about negotiation. Hopefully you can use these skills for your endeavors. And anytime you make a decision, do not split the difference. Go in with a plan, demand what you want and get it. By no means are we saying to be experts, but we've been around the park for a couple of times already. And um, we are... have also read the book by Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference. Uh, there's a couple of other books that I could suggest uh, uh, later on. But for now, we're going to base some of the information off of Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference. And the negotiation world, we have been doing it since uh, we were kids. We learned how to negotiate with our parents since we were growing up and we continue to do so. Every time we go into work and we're trying to not get that assignment that we don't want to do or maybe you want to raise or other times it's just uh, you go in to get a new car and you feel that uh, the nice guy that was selling you the car did you wrong. So what can we do to avoid finding us in a predicament where we feel that we got played? And you bring up a good point. So one of the problems is that we don't speak up. And anytime that you don't ask, the answer is by default, no. Therefore, it's important to be able to practice on these skills and perfect them over time. Because like you said, it's something that we do naturally when we're children. But then when we get older, we hesitate to do it. And it's interesting how there's that transition where where when we're younger, we're like, I want food. I want this. I want that. But then as we get older, you know, I guess maybe life we get so many no's that we just get used to taking whatever hand is being dealt to us the thing is that that's a secret that we need to look for the no's the no's are important the no's is what gets us asking those questions there's always something else that the other person wants and maybe more so they want it even more bad than you do you just don't know it but that no is not a definite no it's just a safe space that they say the no in order for them to feel comfortable safe and in control so the no in itself is more like a defensive mechanism to feel in their safe zone so we're gonna go ahead and talk about how to look for the no's and then start asking those questions that's going to get us to the final yes so let's talk about that so in this case you get a no right so one of the things that we have to keep in mind is what is the person saying how many times are you in a conversation and instead of paying attention to what the other person is actually saying you're thinking about what you're going to respond every time you do that you are not being an active listener we need to have some sort of uh, empathy and, 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 and put yourself in the other person's shoes and try to listen to everything that they're saying and listen to cue words as sometimes they're telling you what they need not verbally a lot of times but with their physical gestures with their emotions the way they're saying it the sound of their voice all that plays a big role when you 
are coming into the negotiating table. Another thing that you need to keep in mind, are they the decision makers? Is there somebody else that you need to bring aboard and need to find out exactly where they're at or how they're feeling about that? We need to get to those no's as quick as possible and find out, okay, what is the other person thinking? So sometimes the best key in the negotiation is to stay quiet and listen to their demands. And part of that listening, like you said, is not always going to come in the form of words. It's also going to come in the communication that comes through body language. You always have to uh, look at the their gestures because that's very important. It's going to show a lot as far as the, the, the tone of the voice. And that's what we're looking for, the cues. And once you listen to them, then we're going to want to kind of rephrase to them the last four words that were said to you. For instance, you want to say something to the effect, let's say that we're negotiating uh, the price of the car, right? And the sales guy tells you uh, how great of a car this is and that they're giving you the best deal and that this, that's a fair deal at the market. And what you're, you're, you're going to say it, something to the effect will be, I hear what you're saying and it does seem like a fair price and considering the market you guys are doing good with the pricing but then you counter by saying but how do you expect me to come up with that kind of money so now you're putting the ball back in their uh, on the on uh, on their court and they're going to have to come up with a solution. So again, being an active listener is very important to listen to cue words. So you bring up a few things in that example. One of them is the ability to be able to repeat back or summarize what it is that they're saying. Um I I can think that one benefit to that is to understand uh what they are saying and also communicate to them that you are listening and that you are also keeping in mind what they're saying and in that case it feels like a like like both parties are participating it's not just them speaking to the desert you know it's like you're actually paying attention and registering what they're saying and you're going to counter based on the information that you now have it's very important that when you do things like this you always start with an i'm sorry you always want to be apologetic about it because uh, if I'm going to repeat something to them, you want to say something to like, I'm sorry, but it seems like you're saying and then go ahead and say what it seems like they're saying. And you always have to put a name to the emotion. You need to put a name to the emotion. Are they angry? Are they uh, persistent? Are they trying to like you need to name their emotion and that way you're able to kind of leverage that to the questions that you're going to repeat back to them. So we really need to kind of zone in into uh, those different aspects of the way they're talking, the way they're moving, the speed in which they're talking, the tone in which they're talking. Those are cue um, indicators of where they're at as far as, far as their emotion. Now, I want to also uh, take time to tell you that, believe it or not, it, it's it's uh, been proven then most of our decisions are made based on emotion. That's what is very important when you're in the negotiating table, whether you're trying to get a sale, whether you're trying to actually um, get a, an increment on your pay, or whatever it is that you're trying to, to negotiate. It's very important to always keep your emotions in check. It's very impossible for us to um, do a negotiation uh, if you let, your emotions get out of control. 
the best thing to do sometimes if you don't feel that you're up to the challenge is to move away from the negotiating table and cool down and try to um, readjust uh, your way of thinking or what is you're trying to get out of the negotiation. So the labeling part is very important. So like in my case, um, when I took my personality assessment, which is available in MNSLegacy.com, uh, so that you guys could go ahead and check it out, sign up, and get a coaching session with us. So one of the things I learned about myself is that I'm a very analytical person. So whenever somebody is trying to persuade me on something, I need the inf- I need the questions that I'm being that I'm asking to be answered to me, and I need that information provided for me. Now some people often confuse me to be confrontational or upset or angry, when in reality I'm not. Is just that if you're making a large statement I want you to have the ability to be able to prove it to me so I'm going to ask questions that is able to clarify for me what it is that you're trying to sell me on so that's why it's important to like you said label the emotion don't automatically assume that a person's upset understand that there's different personality types that they might respond in different ways and you need to be able to adjust that in order to respond according to to how they are and that's why it's very important that you know um how you move with the it's important for you to know the behavior preference that you have because uh as you said there's different type of negotiators you have your analyst negotiators that they use facts and logics this will be your typical atc which is your air air traffic control that we call in our flight assessment then you have the com uh, the accommodators those uh, are the type of uh, negotiators that love to communicate. They are easy to approach and friendly. We will call it in our flight assessment, we'll call it uh, a flight attendant. Now we have also the assertive. This uh, type of person is all about time and money. They don't delay their things. They have a large personality and need to be heard. That will be your typical pilot. Again, if you are able to see each person as they are you'll be able to negotiate where they're at the thing is the biggest mistake that we do is that we go into a negotiation into negotiations thinking that everybody's thinking like that and that is the worst mistake the world does not the people around you do not see the world the way you do it's all about perspective. You have to understand that everybody is built different. Everybody thinks differently. Our 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 way uh, our convictions are different. Our ideologies are different. Everything about us is different. So it's very important for you to understand and know who you're dealing with. That's why it's important to look at how they're talking to you uh, and find exactly where they're at. And in order to do that, we need to understand who they are and as we've already covered so just to summarize we've talked about being an active listener that way you can pick up on the cues and even though we haven't labeled it um, one of the things that we we're also referring to is mirroring so mirroring is one of the ways that we uh, that a lot of times it happens naturally when you like someone or you're getting along with someone you naturally are going to repeat the same phraseology or the same gestures that they do and oftentimes that's a that's a really good indicator that both are you are clicking so it's something that we can that we that we should be able to do is being able to mirror so how many times have you been approached by a very friendly salesperson 
you know, and they just make you feel like you're longtime friends, you know, that you almost feel bad walking away from that interaction without making the without buying because they're just so, you know, they're just so in tune with who they are and able to make you feel welcome. They're able to master these mirror skill, mirroring skills. And, you know, you just feel you just feel like you can't walk away. And that's what we're we're trying to to avoid to get caught in those situations, because a lot of times, let's be real. A lot of times we even say yes to things that we don't want to say yes. But the problem with finding a yes is you have your contrafeet yes, which it's just a a yes to kind of later push off the person aside. Then we have the confirmation yes is generally innocent and it's just reflecting the other person. You know that you're not with them or against them. You're just trying to kind of get by in the negotiation and the commitment, yes, is the real deal that we're looking for. So when when that nice uh, person uh, is trying to sell to you, you need to be sure at what kind of, of what kind of results are you looking for. What 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 is your your intent? Yes, they're gonna try to push for the yes, but sometimes let's be real. Sometimes the yes that they give a, that that they that they're pushing for angers us. It gets us in a bad mood. I've had so many times that they knock on my door and they're 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 trying to sell me water softeners and they try to make it seem like um, if I don't buy that water is going to be the end of the world. It's going to be the end of the world. Well, more than more than likely, it's going to be the end of the world for them because at this point, um, I still have running water in my home. The last time I checked, but it's on them that they're not going to get paid for that sale. So pushing for a yes. A lot of times gets you to just somebody that's going to totally ignore you. So we need to kind of be very mindful when we're dealing with different people and try to understand what we're looking for. Okay, so you mentioned about the counterfeit. Yes, so this is the person that would say, let's say in the example that you gave, right? Somebody comes to your door trying to sell you a product. And you say, yeah, um, oh, do you think, and they, and they say to you something around the lines, oh, do you think I can come back, you know, at a later time so I can show you some samples? And you say yes, but the intention of not showing up to that meeting. Am I understanding that right? More than likely, I'm not going to be home when you come knock at the door. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. So then the confirmation, you were explaining that it's a uh, reflects. Uh, a reflexive response to a black and white question. Can you elaborate on that one? For example, if um, if you're asking the, the guys at the final sales price, they're going to say yes. Because you at that point, you just basically told them what to say. It, was a, it wasn't an open-ended question. So one of the things that this book talks about is to calibrate your questions into where it's an open-ended question that they have to kind of keep talking and you have to keep them talking so you can extract more information to see where you're going to get that leverage from and, and guys this is very important even when when having a discussion amongst uh your significant others friends and, and people around you a lot of times you just want to be right and if they say yes you're right you're already at the loss uh, a yes you're right it, it's not what it's not the answer that we're looking for we're looking for them to be able to see our perspective and where we're coming from, but we need to t them to come to that conclusion on their own. So if I could put it in an illustration, let's say 
I have another salesperson, right? Um, and it's telling me this is the final price. And then instead of instead of just agreeing to that price that I'm being given, I could ask something around the lines. So based on your experience in this industry, what how much fluctuation do you see in this price? Well, normally like around the month of July, there's a 4th of July special and these go down. So in that case, you let him to reveal new information that might make you reconsider whether it's the best time to get the product. That's correct. Or it might force him into into giving you a different price on the item. And this happens a lot with the when you go to the car lots to get a new car. Guys, if you wait for the end of the month, they have to meet quota. So there's going to have to be some leverage there for you to 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 be able to negotiate the price down and it's never the final price those uh normally the the sticker price is not the final price so we have to kind of consider that uh when we're doing these types of negotiations but again i want to emphasize that this is this this is good thing the, the negotiating part is good to use even in in personal re relationships and the final one that you mentioned was commitment so i'm guessing in this situation is where both parties are getting what they were bargaining for one of the things that we're looking for is um, not compromising, not compromising what you're wanting, what you're needing. Um, a lot of times we, we tend to meet in the middle and kind of say, oh, we compromised or we got we got together in the middle and kind of like negotiated and we both got down to a certain price or, or a certain agreement. But there's no such thing as compromising. Somebody either wins or lose. Now, if you're dealing with a person that's a win it, that has a win it all attitude, you're always going to be on the on the on the loss. So you can't go in with that mentality that you're going to meet in the middle and get the best price. You you want to kind of always negotiate to get um, what you came for. Now, that's why it's very important to know what you want, what you need, what you're looking for as far as as when you're coming to negotiate something, whether again it's in a relationship or it's in an item that you're buying or 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 what what is it the 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 one thing that you're looking for like even in a job as far as your career what are you willing to negotiate for and where do you want to end up thanks for clarifying that and you're absolutely right i mean the examples that we're providing are within the context of like sales and when you're out there bargain hunting however this definitely does apply to regular relationships like the classic where are we going to eat this weekend and that's the worst one because a lot of times is that you spend more time um going back and forth of no you choose uh, oh no you choose no you you just surprise me and no you and then at the end of the day you end up somewhere like in a taco bar or someplace that you didn't want to eat be and then after you guys eat and complain about the meal the other person is going to tell you well it's because i really wanted to go and you never got anywhere because you didn't actually negotiate it to the point that somebody had to give their full i guess their full disclosure where they wanted to go i'm just throwing it in there and we're not endorsed nor are we advertisers however if we did pick Taco Bell, I am not splitting the difference. I'm getting exactly what I wanted. Well, that that's true, but all I, uh, I guess it's it's. I just threw that in there because I I think it's um it'll be funny to say it. I guess. 
No, but I totally get what you're com- where you're coming from. Like it's something that um uh, you know that we have an ongoing discussion about with me and my wife, or, or where where are we gonna eat this weekend, or where or what are we gonna what are we going to do? And yeah, it really comes down to uh, bargaining. So we negotiate with our children, we negotiate with our spouses, we negotiate on a very daily basis, and it's something that we need to be comfortable doing because at the end of the day, if you're if you're going through life without getting what you want in order to be able to be in a place where you're happy you know then you're you're at a loss guys we've been um compromising for for way too long because that's what that's what we're shown since we're young but we don't have to compromise we could go and get what we want we could be demanding we could be uh, a little bit forceful but always remember, you don't fight fire with fire. There's a proverb that says, A soft word turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs anger. So what we want to use is, what we want to use soft words. Uh, in the book, um, Chris Voss is really big on using a DJ voice to try to calm uh, the people down when they're talking. And a lot of times, the first thing that we do when we something, we start raising our voice. And that's one of the things that we, we're trying to, to, to focus on to help you guys be successful in anything that you put your mind to and anything that you want to do. Um, we want to be able to encourage you guys and tell you that we don't have to uh, be compromising our convictions, our, our wants, our, our, our beliefs. That's what, um, that's what we're, we're taught to, to be to meet in the middle, but nobody's happy in the middle. No, nobody has ever been happy in the middle, and there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to come for it all. And if that's something that you have, they want, they're going to come get it. So that's why you need to become uh, a little bit better at negotiating and be comfortable with it. And we're going to make mistakes, and we're, we're, not, we're not saying we're experts, but we're encouraging everybody to try to make the shift on the way we address things. All right, and you mentioned that you had other books that you could also recommend. And like you said, um, it's definitely something that we need to work on. So the first book is Getting More. And then we have another book called Critical Conversations. And I'm going to throw one more out there called Influence. If you're interested in these books, go ahead and and, um, look them up. And go to our Facebook page. We'll go ahead and post them. That way you have all the information on it. Um, Look us up on Facebook. And we'll post the name of the books. That's right. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Go ahead and look us up under Eminence Legacy. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more. And if you like the content that you're hearing, then visit us at our Patreon, um, which is linked at in this podcast so if you can go ahead and help us out that way we can continue to produce more content thank you so much for uh joining us and we encourage you to um if you really like our material what we're putting out um we're barely starting off and all the we appreciate all the help you could get so if you could uh provide us with a monthly pledge or just a once one one time deal that you you give us a, a donation. We'll greatly appreciate it. And again, we're just uh, trying to give back to to you guys. And honestly, um, we're doing it to uh, help everybody have a a successful life and and, and have the the life that they they've always dreamed of. 
And that concludes this week's episode. Everyone have a great week and stay safe out there. Bye-bye.